Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 12 of Mist Conceptions. I'm your host, David White. And before we get to the episode today, I, I, I feel compelled that I have to say something. Um, I promise never to get too political on this show. That's, that's not what this show is about. Um, that's, that's not what we're going to be about. But I feel that what I'm about to talk about isn't a political issue. It's a human rights issue. If you are a listener in America, uh, you've heard about what's happened in Charlottesville. Um, and if you're a listener from abroad, I'd be very surprised if you hadn't heard about it. But this past week, a white supremacist showed up uh, to protest the removal of a historical statue, uh, and they brought with them Nazi flags. Um, Not only did they brazenly wave these flags around, which stand for genocide and hatred, but they also spewed genocide and hatred from their mouths. For whatever reasons, these Nazis have crawled out of their holes and think it is a time of renaissance for their cause. They think this is a time where they will have people stand with them in solidarity for their cause. As a white male from down south, I do not stand in solidarity with their cause. And I do not condone their rhetoric or their views or their thoughts. Their views are as outdated as they are hateful, and they have no place in this world. 84 years ago, an entire nation stood to the side and allowed a group with this exact rhetoric to goose-step their way into a position of power, and it led to one of the greatest recorded, well, okay, it led to the greatest recorded genocide in history. We cannot allow such thinking as this to emerge again, and we cannot allow it certainly to be toted as brazenly as it was in the public eye. To all the listeners who are a different color than me, who this hateful speech was directed at, I'm sorry. Um, I, I can't fathom why some people think they're better than others just because of color of their skin. And I will never, ever condone thinking like that. If you're a listener who subscribes or sympathizes with the, the hateful thoughts that were said in Charlottesville, I hope and I pray that you have a change of heart and that you too denounce white supremacy and Nazism. <laughs> and it sounds so weird to even have to say that. When I was a kid, I loved to color. And the most beautiful pictures that I colored had many different colors. That's how it should be with life. Anyways, uh, I, I just felt like I, I had to say something about that before we got to this episode. Um, I, I don't know. My mind is blown and my heart is broken and it's crazy. It's just crazy. Anyways, let's get to the episode. Previously on Misconceptions. If you scream when I take this gag out... I'm going to punch you in the face really hard and then I'm going to wake you up. If you scream then, I'm I'm going to do it again. What's going on here? You're not in the position to ask questions. You know what we're talking about. The apartment complex that you're trying to kick people out of for that potential buyer that you have. A woman who fought against you 
is now dead. There is a rare plant called a scopolamine mm-hmm. that um, is a truth serum. Did you tell him that things didn't go well? I told him. I told him that I was having a hard time, and that the old broad was making problems. Oh God! <laughs> what was Esther rears back and punches him in the mouth? Did he tell you why he wanted that apartment complex? Is there anything valuable about that area? Is the soil valuable? Is there oil underneath? <laughs> yeah, a lot of money. I don't know why he wanted that place. I think we need to hold him until we at least investigate yeah. the other place. Because he will absolutely tell yeah. people. But I think you need to look into Mr. Smalls. So y'all go to the water treatment plant, number 23. All right, so I'm going to take his uniform. And as you're doing that, um, another guard walks around the corner as Rin is, like, putting on his pants. And he looks at both of you and says, What the hell is going on? This psychopath just came, jumped the rookie here, and started trying to do unspeakable things to him. Oh, my god! And I walked up, and I smacked him upside the head. So now we can just push Yeah, once door. you push on it, it just... All right, all right. Slowly open. Grab, grab the guards. Grab the guards. Okay. <laughs> y'all, y'all grab the guards. Drag. drag him in. It is another sort of factory with a lot of, a lot of the same equipment upstairs, but newer, more refined, more well-maintained. And in the middle of this room is a well and it just doesn't fit the rest of the room it is a very old stone well like you would see in medieval times and there's just this fog just billowing out of it and then all of you feel extremely woozy and then um, everything goes black The city, a mashed up combo of the old world and the new, of the mundane and the mystical. By day, this city is everything it seems a city with tower and skyscrapers, potholes that never seem to stay fixed, and stiffs and ties and dames and high heels. But at night, the real nature of the city comes out. At night, the shifty-eyed stalker becomes a creature with dripping claws and a maw full of teeth. At night, cars roll down the streets with no one in the driver's seat. But when morning comes, nobody can remember how the night really went. They remember through a fog, or more appropriately, a mist. No one knows where the mist came from or its true nature. In fact, most everyone in the city doesn't even know the mist exists. The mist doesn't just cover up either. It affects everything and everyone in the city. Changing them, warping them. Most of those affected by the mist, they take what the mist gives them to turn a profit or pursue selfish gains. But there are some, just a few, that fight the good fight. 
they put their necks on the line to protect the city from the nefarious ne'er-do-wells. It's not always easy. In fact, it never is. But these legends don't surrender. This is a story of a few of those legends. Their story needs to be told, and it needs to be heard. I feel like every time we're doing mic checks, somehow we sing Disney songs. That was so bad. Yeah, we in luck here, down in the muck here, under the sea. Boom. All right, are we ready to go? Yeah, someone to find out what happens to us. Okay. All right, we are coming to you for this episode live from Longview, Texas. You're not supposed to say that. Can I say that, honey? You can say no. that Longview. No, because then people are, people don't know we're from other <laughs> places. People don't know we're from Texas? Albuquerque. Surely they know we're from Texas. I don't think they do. Yeah, we're from Texas. We could do we could well, do like a not. we could do like a a hundredth episode. Guess where we're from thing. I mean, we're only on the 11th episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it for the long haul, bro. <laughs> no, you don't even listen to it. <laughs> I'm creating into creating it for the long haul. <laughs> I mean, we know you're never going to listen to the episodes. How dare you, first of all. All of us have said, listen to the episodes. <laughs> I told you I will listen to it when enough time has passed. Listen, Linda. It's been months. It's been three months since we last recorded. I've been very And you don't busy. even remember yeah, from yeah. episode 10. He, does, he actually remembers better than any of us. <laughs> Sorry, Carrie. You take notes better than any of us, yes. Carrie. But Jaime doesn't take notes, and he remembers. Did, do, you remember, <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember getting those pants off that guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, I remember, because I listened. <laughs> I remember because I was there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyways... It's been three months since we last recorded an episode, so this is our first time to be recording again. We drove a long way, and I forgot my pop filter and my headphones, so if my voice doesn't sound like it should, that's because I'm the only one at this table without a pop filter, (laughs) but everybody else has their pop filter, so. If you haven't played Overcooked, go buy it right now. No, don't play it unless Nintendo wants to sponsor us. Overcooked. In which Overcooked case, go play Overcooked. <laughs> or Poyo Poyo Tetris. Let the record yeah, state that don't. David is wielding a chainsaw in his underwear. As I always do. I don't understand why <laughs> that's gaming. a thing that we do. What? But you do. It's from the office. It's from, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. Tess, I forget half of the things that I say. <laughs> I don't get. <laughs> you have to watch it. I don't think it's funny. Just but how, how far have you gone in? That's what she said. Did you get to yeah. the second season? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Have you gotten to the second season yet? Um, no. I. I mean, I. I. Stop it! I haven't watched like all the way through. I just w- see different episodes, like as Zach was watching or as like friends were watching. Oh, you gotta. You just gotta give it one shot. I will give. I will give anything. Mm, never mind. I was gonna like offer something. Like I will do something that you. If recommend. all of you watch How I Met Your Mother. Oh God. I watched it. Uh, I know how it ends. 
Yeah, me too. It doesn't Why would I watch if it? you know how it ends. Because it's funny, and y'all could get half of our jokes. How about, how about half of we, our all, jokes. <laughs> we all agree to watch a new series together? Like, like oh, Stranger Things. So bad. No, I will What'd not watch Stranger, Stranger Things. things. Oh, it's Zach and I will be sleeping in your from. living room. Okay, anyways. Okay, fine. You don't have to watch The Office. Yeah, anyways. Um, it's been a long time since we recorded. This is fun. We're recording at a completely different place, but it's really cool, and it gives me ideas and aspirations for what our recording space could look like in the future. Oh, future, 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 someone future, tell me how to set up a, set up a Patreon. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> all right. You are, uh, as you remember. Oh wait, before we start, Jaime, you uh, Bill got a new power tag. Last time, um, what did you, uh, what did you choose? Well, first of all, what theme book was it, and what new power tag did you choose? It was Interesting Ink, and I chose Preternatural. How do you say that? Preternatural. Preternatural toughness. Last we left off, y'all were in Water Treatment Twenty One. You had broken in, and you had gone. I thought it was Twenty Two. <laughs> no, it was Water Treatment Plant Twenty One. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm almost certain it's water. I have plant water plant twenty-three. <laughs> 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 you go. You went to a water treatment plant in the twenties, <laughs> and you went downstairs. You knocked out some guards, and uh, you had found some very strange machinery everywhere, um, and. It looked like all of this machinery looked like the water treatment uh, equipment upstairs. Um, but it was kind of newer, kind of refined. And all of the pipes were leading out of or going into this very antique looking well in the middle of the room. Uh, there was this smoke or fog or mist billowing out of it. Uh, and then all of you started to feel woozy. Um, you reached out for each other, but your hands passed through where the other person was standing as if they were passing through mist. And then you lost consciousness. But before you lost consciousness, on some of the equipment, you saw the very familiar insignia that you found on the pill bottle at the beginning of when all of this started to happen to you. So that is the last thing you see as you lose consciousness. Faye. Yes. Your eyes open, but you are not in the cellar as you were. Uh, you are in a forest. You hear birds chirping from far away. Uh, you hear the rustle of the wind in the trees. Um, you slowly pick yourself up. And as you do, you notice you're not wearing the same clothes that you were. Um... You're in a gown, uh, a very fancy gown. Uh, you've never seen this in your closet, and you have no recollection of ever wearing this. Uh, but as you are standing up and looking around, you hear someone call out, Marion! Robin, is that you? You turn around, and uh, you see a man burst through the trees wearing a green hood and leather, and he has a bow and arrow in his betwixt his fingers. Um, 
and he draws the bow back and he aims it at you and he fires and it comes straight towards you. Before you can even react, it sails right past your eyes. You can feel the rush of wind blowing on your face and you hear a groan behind you. You turn around and you see a man in a half helm and black leather armor with a sword drawn and you see the armor or the arrow has struck him right in the lip, leaving a scar on his chin. Uh, he reels back holding it. You can see blood gushing through his mailed fist. Uh, as he raises his sword to cut you down, another arrow comes, dinks off of his arrow, uh, hits you in the head, and then you fade to black. No. Bill, your eyes open. You are no longer in a uh, the cellar as you were. You open your eyes, and you're in an alleyway. Um, and you hear the rush of traffic and the honking of horns from the mouth of the alleyway. Yeah, and you, yeah, you hear disgruntled chatter from far away. What do you do? Um, I guess I will walk at, I'll look around first. I'll like look at the ground. What do I see at the ground? Uh, it's pavement. Uh, it's kind of dirty. It looks like it recently rained. Uh, the, that alleyway is kind of sloped a little. So the water is kind of pulled in the middle and it's running through a drain. Uh, but nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Walk towards the street. Okay. You walk towards the street. You find a, uh, a street, like an old town street, kind of paved, uh, old buildings. Uh, you see a car kind of parked next to you. Uh, and as you kind of step out of the alleyway, the car's lights flash on. And then the car starts to go. But it slowly lifts off the ground. The wheels turn up underneath it, and there is this blue light that comes out from the wheel hubcaps as this car goes off and flies up above the city. Your eyes follow it, and you see similar flying cars weaving in and out of traffic above you. As you're looking at this, you uh, a spotlight flashes down on you. You look up and you see this robotic, bulky figure kind of hovering down out of the air towards you. He says, Halt! Well, I'm not, <laughs> not really moving much, am I? Kind of already halting. What do you, what do you want? He, the, well, he, not he, the feet of this automaton land in front of you. He is a good 11 feet, and he towers above you. Um, he reels back with his fist, comes towards your face, uh, and you black out. Don't even get a roll. <laughs> Rin, you wake up, and you are no longer in the basement that you were in. Instead, it seems that you are in an old office building, uh, there are windows lining uh, the floor that you're on, and there is rain splattering on the broken window panes and kind of seeping into the room with you. Um, there are no desks. Everything's cleared out, but there are columns uh, kind of scattered around the room and holding it together. In the middle of the room, you see a man uh, just lying in the moonlight. Uh, as you walk closer, you see that his chest has kind of been torn open 
and laying next to him is what appears to be some sort of spear, and it has been broken in twain and is just lying there uselessly. Um, And amidst the tattered flesh and blood and gore, you see uh, a cloth, uh, almost like a tabard that a knight would wear, and from what you can tell, it is a white background with a red cross. Uh, as you get close to this this man laying there, you hear some movement in the shadows. You quickly turn around, grabbing your incapacitator rifle and aiming it at the shadows. But you only see the tail end of some slippery, slithering beast disappearing into the shadows behind one of the columns. And then you hear a gurgling sound behind you. You turn and you see that the man is trying to talk to you. And he says, Ata al-Salam, he is here. And after he has said that, you hear more skittering behind you. You quickly turn around and you see this creature leap out of the shadows at you. It is long and and covered with scales. And you see these claws that are curved and ready to kill you. And its mouth opens up and you see rows upon rows of vicious serrated teeth, each dripping with poison. And it leaps straight at you and you black out. Esther, you wake up. You're not in the cellar. But you are in a very dark room, and it's very dank. Um, You hear noises coming from outside of this room. And the floor is kind of uneven, and you smell like that dank smell that I talked about, but also uh, some dust. What do you do? So there's a door between me and the sounds that I'm hearing. Yeah, there's a door uh, in that room. I'm going to quietly move towards the door and kind of put my ear to it to hear what's happening outside. If okay. I can decipher anything. You hear you hear a lot of shouting. Um, it sounds like a fight is going on because you hear a lot of striking, a lot of clanging. Um, yeah, mass, mass chaos on the other side of this door. Do I recognize the voices, and can I tell how many people are out there? Mm. No. No to both questions? Yeah. It, it just sounds like a lot of people, and you do not recognize any of the voices. I'm, at this point, I'm just, like, looking around the room frantically, not moving away from the door, but looking around the room frantically, trying to find something that will tell me where I am. Okay. Uh, there's no light in this place. The only light is coming through the uh, the bottom of the door. And it casts very shadowy illuminations, and you really can't see what's going on in here. I mean, so there's, like, there's nothing else in this room with me. Not that you can see. Even after my eyes have adjusted to the dark. <laughs> You see the outlines of crates and boxes. Can I tell if this is an old door? <laughs> now that you're looking at it, it does seem really old. It's a, it's wooden. Uh, it looks to be held together by iron bands across the planks or slats. Uh, pretty, pretty old-looking door. <laughs> but it doesn't look old. You know what I mean? It's old architecture, but it doesn't look like it's been there long. Basically, I want to know if I open this door, how loud is it going to be? 
however, however quiet you can make it. I'm going to open the door as quietly as possible and kind of like shield myself. But I want to see, but I don't want to be seen. Sure. So you, you very quietly and slowly open the door. But even if you had kicked the door open, you realize it wouldn't have made much of a difference. As soon as you open the door, along with the light that floods the room, you're flooded and overwhelmed by uh, just this cacophonous sound. Um, you see all these children running past you. Um, and they're dressed very strangely. They're all barefoot, and they almost look like they're peasants because they're all wearing, like, rough-spun clothes. Uh, almost like a third-world country kind of situation. And at this point, I've just seen children. Yes, and sorry, the outside, you're not in a building outside. It is open space. You see some other very old architecture architectural buildings uh, with thatch roofs and uh, cobblestone walls and things like that. Am I still wearing what I was like? Yeah, you still have your, your, uh, your leather jacket and, and boots and all that. I'll go ahead and step all the way out and just, like, stay against the building or room or whatever it was that I was in. Stay against the door, but outside. Sure. Yeah, you you sidle along the house, uh, close the door, and all these children are running past you. And at the other end of kind of this roadway that you're now in, you see these very tall, uh, green-skinned creatures with black leather armor and very horned, spiky helms. Uh, They have these vicious-looking swords, and they're mowing down uh, these children. They're killing the children? Yes. Do I have anything on my person? You have everything on your person. Everything you had before. I'm going to pull my gun out. Okay. And do my best to get to a vantage point where I can aim at the creatures and not the children. Okay. So as you're looking for a vantage point, one of the children runs into you. He looks up at you and you notice he has a burly looking beard around his chin. He looks up at you and says, Hey, lass, watch where you're going. We're trying to get away from the orcs. And he runs in between your legs and hightails it with the rest of these people. Uh, and you kind of look at them and you're like, these aren't kids. These are really small people, and their feet are oddly hairy. Uh, and as you're looking at this, you turn around, and you come face to chest with one of these uh, black-armored foes. It looks down at you and snarls with its noxious breath, and it rams its head into your nose, and you black out. You all slowly swim back to consciousness. We're swimming? Yep, you swim. <laughs> you're swimming in an ocean. You look over and you see each other, but then you realize you're not swimming. And you are on the steel catwalk at the water treatment plant. You're not in the cellar anymore. You look to your left. You look to your right. Uh, you see your fellow companions. Your arms are behind you, and as you pull on them, you realize that there is zip ties around your wrists and is tying you to one of the... Um, one of the water pipes there and <laughs> that's funny uh, Zach <laughs> your hand is tied to a hot water pipe uh, and so it's very very uncomfortable for you because it's hot 
but anyways, as you're swimming back to consciousness, the first thing that comes back is your hearing. And you hear a very agitated voice. I just don't understand how you let this happen. We pay you and they provided you to keep this from happening. This is all supposed to be a secret and it is ruined because you idiot. I had to call them. They're on their way to deal with this. Do you understand? I need need some Pepto because my stomach is all in knots. Nathan, Richard, make sure they do not go anywhere. I'm going to go see them. Hopefully they won't be too upset. <laughs> but keep them right here. Yeah, whatever. Get lost, Eward. They pay you to keep stuff from this happening. Make sure it doesn't happen. And then out of the corner of your eyes, you see uh, the two uh, security guards from the water treatment plant uh, take up position on either side of you. Uh, they haven't noticed that you're awake yet if you have opened your eyes or anything like that. But they're standing on either side of you. And you're facing the wall. So you're, your backs are tied to the pipes, like going along the middle of the facility. I, I guess I never describe what the facility looks like. But there are pipes going along the middle. And then there are catwalks on either side of the pipes and you know the exterior walls on either side of that. Uh, so your your backs are to the pipes, and you are facing the wall with your feet out in front of you on this catwalk. What y'all do? I'm very stealthily, but I know how to get out of zip ties from like teachings from my dad, basically, um, and so or the YouTube video because there's a YouTube video out about that. But anyways, <laughs> um, and so I'm like working the system to get out of the zip ties. Um, but I'm doing it in such a way that like, no one can know. I mean, as stealthily as possible. And like, okay. I'm going to keep my hands behind my back. Okay. Um, Go okay. ahead and roll a, uh, a sneak around. Um, life lessons. Okay. And maybe streetwise. Uh, how would streetwise apply? Because it's like a thing. <laughs> you get zip tied in the streets, bro. Well, like I mean, yeah, like it's just like a survival thing. Like I, I like Daddy's. Uh, what was it? Life lessons. Yeah, life lessons. I'm taking that video, that that clip out. I like Daddy's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um. All right. So. Wow. Why did you roll three? I don't know. Am I supposed to? I just add. You just add. Okay, I need to roll again anyway, so that works out. Seven. Okay. Um, You're you're wiggling and trying to get your hands out, and you are making progress. Your hands are slowly slipping out of the zip ties. Uh, But Richard sees you wiggling and walks over to you. And uh, he kicks your foot with his boot. He says, hey, quit wiggling or I'm going to bust your face. I I don't think that I necessarily have my eyes open at this point. And so I just like, I slump my head back down um, and just act like it was like in my knocked out state that I was like maybe twitching around or something. Okay. He's a, 
he's going to kind of grab your head and pull it forward down onto your chest and look over your back and see kind of the the zip tag mm, the zip ties undone around your hands uh he's gonna put no he's not (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna put his assault rifle behind his back and lean over and start trying to put your hands back into your zip ties uh everybody else where y'all doing I'm gonna. Whoa, Carrie so has to respond to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want oh. to see what other people are doing. Okay. I'm, I okay. feel like I should automatically be able to get out of my zip ties since my tattoos are literally weapons. Like, they should be able to easily just. Sure. Do you want to try to. How, how do you. Do you describe guess, it? Uh, I guess take the risk would be what you're trying to do. Because are you trying to sneak or are you just trying to bust out? I'm just trying to get the zip ties off my hands so that. When whoever coming is coming shows up, even my hand, even though my hands are behind my back, if if I need them not to be. So I'm just trying to stealthily just. Okay, so stealthily is a keyword. Go ahead and roll a sneaking around. So so I'm gonna use ectoplasm constructs, and quick hands. Uh yeah. Okay. So plus two. <laughs> Interference. <laughs> Interference. Snake eyes. What'd you get? Four. four. A four? Okay. Yeah, you try to conjure up something to, like, cut it, but you kind of, I guess, nick your hand in the process, and uh, you kind of let out an exclamation. Buck! And uh, who did I say was that you, Carrie? Richard? So mm-hmm. Nathan walks did over. Did I get them off, though? No, because you rolled a four. I have knife I, tattoos. I rolled a seven and I didn't get them off. I have well, knife on. tattoos. So Nathan kind of sees you kind of jump like that. And he says, Rich, I think they're waking up. What do y'all two do? So since Ren is next to the this hot water pipe, mm-hmm. he puts his, um, puts his zip tie against it. And I want to say that since it's hot, I should get a plus one. Because I can melt it off. Boost die. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead and roll a change the game uh, to create that kind of asset that you will use to position it to burn the whatever. So add what you can for change the game. Heightened processing speed. Uh, sure. Quickly. I think yeah. I think that worked because it's a smart idea. Yeah. I think that's about it. Twelve. Dang. Okay. Yeah, so uh, on a 12, what does change the game say? You get to choose two of those. I guess one is that you succeed and uh, can create that tag. Or, okay, so you're trying to create a tag for yourself. You could spend those two successes to give you uh, two, like a plus two to your next roll. Yeah. Because I really, I think that would be the only thing that would work for you right now. Yeah, and so I would just say... Since I'm so speedy, I can, I like, um, put it against the hot water pipe and break free and then immediately pull out my gun to shoot. That's one of the guys. Okay. So you, well, this is to get that change the game so you can bust out. So go ahead and roll. Uh, do you want to do a sneaking around or take the risk? Basically, do you want to just bust out or do you want to try to be sneaky? I 
think I'll just do the hit with all you got. Or is that... The take the risk. Yeah, the take yeah. the risk. Okay, so go ahead and do a take the risk with your plus two for the change of game you just rolled. Okay. And so with that, I'll use the incapacitary gun and then the... You you can't really reach your incapacitator okay. gun because you're, you're zip-tied. Oh, th- this is just to free myself? Yeah. Okay. So that was to get position enough and leverage enough to use the hot water pipe to burn through it or whatever, and now mm-hmm. this is to actually do all of that and bust out. Okay, gotcha. Maybe you should do the sneak around then since you're not using your gun. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'll just do the sneak around then. Okay. Do it stealthily. Seven, nine. Nine? Yeah. Okay. So you, you slowly start to uh, to burn through that zip tie. And then, Faye, what are you doing? Um, okay, so as, like, Faye comes back to consciousness, she realizes that she is no longer with Robin Hood. And so, um, like, she has, like, a few silent tears that, like, stream down her face in that realization. And that fuels her anger and frustration and, like, determination to get back to where they were. Um, so she can't think of a strong enough plant that would be able to like cut the zip ties that she can manipulate. Um, and so who's on either side of her? Who do you want to be on either side of you? I you can be on the end if you want. Yeah. It's only one person's next to you. Okay. I guess I'll just say they put us like boy, girl, boy, girl. Okay. And Ren is next to me. Okay. Um, it's so, cozy. Yeah. yeah it's isn't this nice? Like Convenient. Like cozy. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so I, like, can see that he has undone his. And so I want to um, do two things. One, like, kind of catch his eye um, and basically mouth, like, help, but not say anything. Mm-hmm. And two, I want to start bringing like moving plants that I can feel from the outside towards the building so that they're like within, does that make more sense? So I can okay. use them more quickly. Okay. So roll a, roll a change the game then to call those plants to you. Okay. Um, I'm going to use mind control and at home in nature. Cause I can like feel where they are and which ones I want. Okay. Um, I'm probably not entangling vines. No, not yet. Okay. Okay, yeah. So you get a plus two juice. What do you want to use that juice on? Mm-hmm. Um, can I hold on to it until we have someone like attacking us? I mean, you can you can use that juice to give your just go ahead and give yourself like a power tag of plus two, um, whatever that will be. All right, so um, so Nathan is standing next to uh, Bill. As he is, er, and he's leveled his uh, gun at him. Uh, Richard is straddling Carrie, almost getting the, the her hands back in the zip ties from behind. No, he's like looming over you, reaching over the the pipes and whatever, trying to get your hands back in the thing. Um, and then Nathan says, "Hey, I think they're waking up," and he smells the the plastic kind of being burned from Rin zip ties. And he, he loosens his grip on Carrie's wrist, and he looks over at Ren, and he says, Hey, wait a second. And then, Carrie, your hands slip out from the zip ties. Ren, your wrists 
are free from the zip ties as well. What do y'all do? Okay. So, <laughs> how close is he to... He's right. His crotch is, like, right in your face. Okay. He's abnormally that's, tall. Okay. But well, that's different. You're on the ground. Oh, I didn't know that. It's different than I was picturing it, but I'm going to... I, I assume my head is, like, right at a pole, yes? Yes. So I can't rear back too far, but I'm going to rear back a little bit. Or maybe I'm going to I'm gonna tilt my head to rear back from the pole, and I'm going to smash into his crotch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to smash into his head, but his head isn't at my level, so yeah, I mean, smashing into his crotch. Yeah, go ahead and roll a hit with all you've got. And I'll use Daddy's Fighter. Okay. Um, yeah, it's probably... Uh, 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, busted up. <laughs> it's a hit with all you've got. But I may have a headache now. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to choose choose two of those things uh, down there underneath a uh, hit with all you've got. And it can be from either list since you roll a 10 plus. Okay. So the you gain an advantage on the battlefield. Uh-huh. And also the ability to move him out of the way. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to move him out of the way. And you mentioned that he left his weapon. Well, it's he just he was holding it, mm-hmm. and then with the strap around his neck, he kind of moved it to his back. Okay. Well, as he's like falling out of the way, I'm going to reach up and attempt to grab his weapon like off of him. Okay. Uh, as he's like falling back from being hit. Okay. Yeah, that, that works. Uh, great. So you want to move him out of the way, deal a one status spectrum to him, and take his weapon? Yeah. Okay. So you you lunge forward, hit him in a crotch. He lets out this howl and starts staggering back, holding his crotch. You reach around his back, grab his assault rifle, and take it off his head, and now you have an assault rifle plus one tag. Um, and then he'll take, if someone could give me a spectrum card... At level one, he has a ouch status. Uh, Rin, what do you do? Can it be a D's nuts status? Sure. <laughs> it is now D's nuts. So Rin sees that, and so he pulls his weapon and um, aims it at... You reach for your weapon. It's not there. Assault rifle one, is that what she said? Yeah, assault rifle plus one. That makes sense why it wouldn't be there. Yeah, you reach for your, your um, what's it called? Incapacitator rifle, but your holster is empty. Hmm. So I'm going to say Ren rears back to just attempt to punch, what is it? It's Nathan, right? Yeah, so Nathan is next to uh, yeah, Bill, and Richard is the one that she just <laughs> head bumped in the crotch. I'm going to say since Ren has very little strength, that he already knows or that he just goes to punch uh, Nathan in the throat because he knows he can't actually hurt him if he punches him anywhere else. Okay. Go ahead and roll a, uh, a hit with all you've got. Okay. I'm going to say that I use heightened processing speed just for the quick thinking of I couldn't find my gun and so I'm just before uh, Nathan notice. Okay. Yeah. A nine. A nine? Okay. So what about I hit him and he falls back and he falls into Richard? 
And so they're like they're entangled. they're like on opposite side of the catwalk. Okay, okay. Um, and then so I'll just take a superior position. I guess I'll just take a couple steps back so he can't hit me back. Okay. So you you boom punch him in the throat. He jumps back. Um, he will take a status one. Ow. And mm. so so I guess I'll just say. If you're on a catwalk. If you're on a catwalk, you have to get behind him. That's the only. That's yeah. Like the only way so so okay. Superior position. I guess. So let's say I punch him in the throat, and then since I have such small stature, I dive b- between his legs and get behind him. <laughs> okay. Or or what you could do is you could like shove him out of the way. He bumps into the wall, and you like run around the corner to get on the other side of this, of all these pipes that are running through the middle of the facility. Like, okay, go yeah. over, like, this little bridge to the other side so he can't hit you. Yeah. Um, okay. But as you do, you run over the bridge, jump down, crouch behind the pipes, and you turn and look, and you see two other guards standing on the other side of the pipes, and they look at you, and you look at them. That's not fair. You made him do that. <laughs> well, I mean, he had to have some ad- disadvantageous thing happen. Because oh. he rolled a nine. Yeah. Um... Okay. Let me see. I guess Bill... Well, Bill and Faye haven't gone yet. Neither have the guards. Go ahead. Okay. Can I just say that it doesn't make any sense that I could not <laughs> cut out with... I basically have knife arms. <laughs> like... It'd be a great thing if you yeah. were to cut yourself out. It'd be great if you could roll down well and land on those two guys. That'd be like me playing D and D and you saying you have to cut that apple slice if you <laughs> want to eat it, and then say, "Nope, you couldn't cut it. You're now going to starve to death." It's like <laughs> you go to cut some, it and you just miss. There's some things that okay. I rolled. I rolled a twelve. So okay. So this time you knife hand out of there. Tink. My my blade <laughs> tattoos that are just covering me finally worked. Yes. And then you you stand up. Um, Nathan is to your left, and Richard is holding his groin to your right. <laughs> uh, but but Richard is disarmed. Yes. What a dick. Um, <laughs> his name's Richard. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go for the armed one. Okay. Uh, is he holding his weapon, or since he just got throat punched, is he cl- is he cr- like? Yeah, he he. I mean, he staggered back, holding his throat, but he has his left hand on his gun, his okay. assault rifle. Let's see. Um. All right, I'm going to use preternatural toughness to make like. Yes, that usually works. That will usually work as it is your toughness. It'll work on you avoiding damage. Well, if you would let me finish. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because it's, I guess you could say that it's ectoplasm constructs because that's what preternatural toughness is. But I was going to make like a helmet on my head. Okay. Out of like the, the tattoos are going to like form into a helmet. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to charge him using all in, grab his gun with my right hand and headbutt him in the face and say, I'll take that. Okay? Nice. So I'm doing this. So the power tags I'm using are ectoplasm constructs, um, skull crusher. Yeah. Fitting. Very uh, fitting. And I think all in would be good. Okay. Yeah. So. With a plus three, go ahead and roll. Eight. Eight. Okay. Uh, go ahead and choose one from that top one. 
are you talking about? One from the top uh, listing of hit with all you've got. So you're automatically going to deal one damage to him, um, but then choose something else to do. Like um, step it up by one or do something else. I take cover, or I take a superior position. Well, can I take the gun, or is that no? That would be that would have been a gain an advantage. You can gain, gain a su- one superior advantage and jump down to help me <laughs> <laughs> with these two large armed Please guards. Please note that Faye is still tied up because <laughs> <laughs> Ren was supposed to help with that. Uh, can I take a superior position? In that, like, I headbutt him and grab this, and then I realize that he's not going down. So I, like, like, like jump around his back, but, like, still holding the sling of his gun, like, to him. Mm-hmm. So he can't really shoot me at the moment unless he breaks okay. free. Okay, yeah, sure. So you, you headbutt him, but he still has a really good grip. So you kind of spin around and grab the other end of his gun, and you kind of pull him yeah. up against your chest, and you're behind him, and you kind of mm-hmm. have him. Like, like that. Oh, you're a tough one, ain't you? Gra- like <laughs> grappling around. Okay. I, I was trying to think of something Steve Irwin would say, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> you're a beaut. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I want the bad guys to go now. Um, Wait, but. Did you <laughs> all right, Faye. Do you go? No, go ahead. You're oh. good. Um, Tessa's like, you can go. I'm still tied up. No one can attack me. I have all thoughts. Right. So. so uh, I have a thought about the future bad guys that are coming. So if you're about to do something about that, can I do it first? Okay, great. Okay. Richard. uh, Monica's boyfriend with the mustache. Yes, that's who it is. Definitely not Richard Castle, as Carrie said. Um, But Richard is going to uh, grit his teeth and pull a knife from his boot. Of course And kind of twirl around his fingers and grip it, you know, very commando style. He wishes. Uh he says, I should have just killed you when I found you down there. And he is going to lunge forward and try to slash at you. So roll a face the danger. I'm going to use uh, Daddy's Fighter, but also maybe Streetwise. Or still no. For night sure. fights, that would make sense. Yeah, Streetwise for okay. fights, yeah. Eight. You take a cut one status. So you, you get up and you manage to react fast enough that he doesn't just slice you from head to toe, but he does cut into your uh, your forearm. So I add that to my already injured status? Yes. So step that injured status up by one. Um, okay, so you're at a, a injured three status? Yes. Okay. Uh, Rin, the two guards on the side with you are both going to shoot at you, so roll a, a face of danger. Uh, so I see this happening and, um, I'm going to use heightened processing speed to, um, try to get out of the way, obviously. And then also cybernetic lenses to, um, look for a good alternate route. Okay. Go ahead and roll it with a plus two then. Well, seven. A seven? Yeah. Okay, so you take a, a, a shot up three status. Shot. Yeah. So they, they level at you. You you try to dodge or jump back over, but they just light you up. 
Uh, Bill, uh, Nathan is going to thrust his head into your nose and try to get out of your grapple. So roll a face of danger. All right, I'm going to use. <laughs> it was like this little line of it. I'm going to use rough, rough exterior. Okay. And I'm going to use preternatural toughness. Okay. To to like make a face shield. Yeah. Like sing. And you you do already have a, a helmet. I do. As was stated before. Hey. Yeah. So yeah. So I, do I get to take a plus one for that too? No. That's just pretty natural toughness. Nine. Nine? Okay. Um, he hits you in the face. Uh, you don't take any damage because it would only been a one. But since you didn't roll a tenner up, he pushes forward out of your grip. Crap. Um, Faye, your turn. There's so many options. Okay, I want to try something, um, so bear with me. Um, so last time, or the time before, whenever we did the photo montage time, mm-hmm. Faye worked a lot on, like, feeling the plants better. Okay. Um, so I want her to be able to kind of, like, transport herself to where she's, like, feeling all of the plants that are outside of the plant, um, that's a lot of plants and yeah. very different ones in that sentence. All of the foliage outside of the water treatment plant <laughs> yes. building. Yes. Um, and see if she can feel like people walking up or a car driving up that would be going over like the grass. And so she would feel like the pain. But I also want to activate my weakness tag of hurting with nature because she would be feeling the pain of being like run over. Run over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. Go ahead. Uh, cool. Roll a, uh, I guess this would be an investigate roll. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and give yourself a tick for hurting with nature. That's your weakness tag. So you get plus one attention. Great. And uh, what is that? Nature is a friend of mine. Yes. Is that what that theme is? Yeah. Um, and then go ahead and roll. So you get a plus one, but then a minus one. So you're one with a zero. Yeah, because I think I would okay. just use at home in nature. So okay. I'll just cancel those out. Eight. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you reach out into the plants. You try to feel what they feel. It's so alien to understand a plant's emotions or if they even have emotions. Uh, but you feel uh, the crushing of these the grass underneath people's boots. Um, you feel... Um, you can't tell how many there are or even where they are or if they're close. But, I mean, you can tell if they're close because they're in the immediate vicinity uh, outside of the building, but you cannot tell how many there are. But you can just tell that there are people outside of the plant. Okay. Um, so I'm going to shout out to everyone. Guys, they're here. Go. And that'll be my turn. Okay. Uh, who's going? Is it even possible for me to go since I'm... Clearly injured. Yes. Well, you can still go though to yeah. try to like figure out a way to. You're not at six yet. So, <laughs> Richard lunged at me with the knife. Yeah, and cut you. Okay, and then he ended up where? Oh, he's right there in front of you. And he, Nathan he is, is now free. Yeah, Nathan. Nathan's like turning around with his gun. Still you. holding the knife at me. 
Yeah, I mean, he has it in in between y'all. Like, he just cut you and brought it back up. He's probably going to go for another cut again, but bullet time is slowing down as your action is going through. Um, I assume that I still have his weapon in my hand. Oh, yeah. So, well, no, I was just going to try to hit him with it because I feel okay. like maybe I don't know my weapons very well, but I feel like it's, like, long and so it's going to be yeah. hard for me to get it in position. Like, he's too close to me to sure, be able sure. to shoot it. That's actually a pretty... So yeah. I'm yeah, that, going to yeah, just, like, swing it around and You're try to smash smart. it into his head. Yeah, go ahead. And you get your plus one for the Thanks, assault Caleb. rifle. I get what? You get your plus one for the assault rifle. <laughs> minus three, so minus two. <laughs> yeah, plus whatever you can add. Plus daddy's fighter and streetwise. I mean... Okay, so that gives you a plus zero to your roll? <laughs> yeah, that evens me out. Yeah, perfect. Six. Ooh, yeah. So you you swing in his head and you just miss, and then he comes across your belly and cuts you, and you take a plus two or a minus two. Oh man. Mm. He cuts you, and you gain strength. <laughs> Excellent. The first time I so this time I got cut in the gut, but the yeah, first time so I got, got cut, cut was like in the forearm, and then he comes across your belly. Man, you're gonna have scars. Yeah. I know I'm gonna be really um, Coffee's gonna be real bad. Who's next? Go ahead. Okay. So he tries to headbutt me and kind of yeah. plinks off my Yeah, off your face mask. My face mask. Yeah. And then the shock of like maybe not taking damage, but like getting hit back, mm-hmm. he's able to push out with yeah. his gun and he's starting to turn on me. Yeah. So, he's gonna try to unload at you at point blank yeah. range. So I'm gonna use quick hands. And um, ectoplasm constructs, all in, and skull crusher. This is a life or death situation, and I'm gonna make brass knuckles and try to like punch him as hard as I can in the temple. Nice. Okay. Go ahead and roll. That would be a an eleven. I get them good. You get them good, so a plus one. Mm-hmm. You throw him, and he falls into the other <laughs> guard. <laughs> I hit him really hard, right? <laughs> and he so falls that's, so off that's, the railing. That's part of it. Why don't no, you? Don't, you could do like a judo flip. Like you grab him, bring him over, and then like. But that's one of the bottom ones. You get because I can only I have to use two of the top and one of the bottom, right? Oh yeah, you're right. Because I want to take his gun. No, 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 no. You can choose twos from any, because you oh. rolled a ten plus, right? Okay. okay, so I have these brass knuckles. I hit him really hard. He kind of reels over, and so I take him down to the ground and get him in a full mount. And then I disarm him and turn his rifle on him. Okay, good. So, yeah, you knock him onto the ground. Punch and him I get really one juice. Yeah, the one juice will be your assault rifle. So okay. you have an assault rifle one. So since Ren is shot up, he's, he's like, oh, my. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, boy. Very, very C-3PO sounding. Yes. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll say that um, I don't know I'm trying to think of a thing that I can do but I have no weapon yeah no brawl and I am injured hide move come untie me literally leave <laughs> me <above>. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna <laughs> uh, alright I'll, I'll do take the risk and I um, I'm going to attempt to run towards Faye. 
Okay, so you you like run across the bridge back to the other side. Uh, whenever they last saw you, you were not bleeding this much. Um, but you see, uh, Rin or not Rin, Bill is pairing off against Nathan. Uh, Esther is pairing off against up. Richard. They both have their guns trained on them. And Faye is still tied up. Yeah, and Faye is still tied up. So you, you just sprint over to Faye, uh, and you're there. What do you do? I'm going to... Oh, man. I guess just try to break break her uh, thing. Do you have, like, a pocket knife or anything? I'm going to say that Ren pulls out keys okay. and then starts trying to cut up the um, zip ties. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah go ahead and... Uh, hmm... Will my shot up affect me here? I don't think so. Okay. Do the keys give him a plus one? That would be like if a you if you want to use the keys, yeah, you need to roll oh, a change okay. the game to see if you can add them to your roll. Yeah, I'll just say heightened processing speed for the quick thinking. Eleven. Yes. Nice. Yeah. So you 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 I don't know role play it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> How you want to? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was gonna say like what you say, but I was like I don't want to say what he says. You do it. What do I usually say? I don't know. <laughs> it's your <laughs> character. <laughs> this, is, this is the first time you've ever helped Ray out his or Faye out of zip ties. Oh, blast! <laughs> that was terrible. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ren. It's just like whispering to himself and is like, yes, got her free. Success for Rin. And then turn towards Faye and is like, can you please do something? Please. There are two guys after me. Yes. Um, okay, so we're on that catwalk thing. Mm-hmm. And they are on the other side of the pipes. And meanwhile, another fight is happening to either side of you with the other two guards. Where are the shots on Ren? I just kind of on his shoulder and side. Gosh, that sucks. Um, okay. Ren, I need you to sit down. I will help you in a second. I have to block the doors, and then I will take care of your wounds, but you need to sit down and rest. Fine, fine, fine. Okay, so I push Ren down. Then I, like, spin and, like, close my eyes and focus on the plants to block the doors. Okay. Go ahead and roll a change game. Okay. Um... I'm going to use Mind Control, Entangling Vines, and At Home in Nature. Okay. Okay. Oh, and I have the plants at the ready. Oh, yeah. So, so plus two. So you get a plus, plus four? Five. Plus five. Oh, yeah. Waha! <laughs> I got a 16. Yeah, so not only do these vines go over the doors, but you feel them going over the windows and the walls and the roof. And so this briar bramble goes over the entire uh, building and just not crushes, but like tightens and constricts against the infrastructure. And you've covered this entire building. Sweet. Cool. Um, I'm going to say that like, Faye, like, steps back, wipes, like, sweat off the top of her, like, forehead and, like, has, like, a little bit of, like, blood dripping from her nose from, like, the exertion of it all and, like, wipes that off and turns to Ren. Should I save that for another turn? Yes. Okay. And also, 
I kind of I kind of thought this up last time I was listening to the podcast. Whenever you healed Rin and Bill's uh, bullet wounds, it doesn't really make sense for you to like rub leaves on something and like the <laughs> bullet wounds automatically be healed. What does make sense is that you create a pulses or whatever and you rub it on the wounds, and then a couple of days later they're fully recovered. Sure. So it won't be like an instant thing. Yeah. But, uh, but like you'll they'll start to recover, and then after so many days or whatever in game time they'll be fully recovered from their wounds okay so it'll be a one-time roll and you'll succeed and they'll recover later okay right. that makes sense Would so it, if it succeeds do we get rid of the minus or does that happen over a couple of days over the couple of days because can i will say that if she has a plant that has some kind of pain killing like, properties yeah. i'd say that you could step it down like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That i would agree with that step agree it with down that. by one and then the next couple of days, it'll okay. recover. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. cool. I agree gotcha. with that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, all right. What's that? Blackadin plants. <laughs> I know that doesn't exist, by the way. Uh, hey, Blackadin, we're looking for sponsorships. Yeah. All right. Who's next? What's happening? Keep it going. Y'all are the ones in the middle of fights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, haven't already. We haven't circulated. Have they not gone yet? The the person that I knocked onto the ground hasn't gone yet. He was turning oh, on me. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So uh, Nathan will get to go. All right. So Nathan will uh, try to. He swivels his hips and is trying to going to try to hook his foot underneath your knee pit and bring your legs out from underneath you. Uh, roll a f- face of danger. Or actually, no. So he's going to grab his gun that you're holding and kind of kick you in your knee pit and try to struggle against you to take it from you. So roll a go toe-to-toe. Okay, I should have an advantage for, like, having him in a full mount. So I'm going to add a plus one from that. Sure. Okay. Because you, you got a superior advantage, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and you can add your plus one. I will just say that your assault rifle plus one is also your advantageous position. Okay. I think the only thing I can really add would be... Um, Skull Crusher and Quick Hands, just because, like, those are the two things that would really help me in a, in a fight. Because I'm holding the gun, I don't think, like, using an ectoplasm construct, construct would be helpful in this situation. Yeah, so. I agree. Okay. Uh, that would be... Eight. Eight, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and choose one of those underneath the go toe to toe and I, I would assume you would want to keep the gun, so getting what they are holding would be your one you pick. Unless you want to let them have the gun and inflict a status on them. Yeah, I'll keep the gun. Okay. Alright, so you keep the gun. So he, he grabs a gun, tries to kick you in the leg, and you... How how do you avoid this? So, like, he he grabs the like the gun barrel with his right hand because it would be in my left hand. Yeah. And he pulls it down, and I use the momentum from that to, like, let it go down. And then I swing with my right arm and hit him in the nose with the butt of the gun. Mm-hmm. And so my guess is he reacts to that like any human react, like, ah! Yeah. And grab his face. And he, he'll he'll kind of roll over onto his side. Yeah. Okay. Um, Carrie, uh, Richard is going to lunge forward and, tr- well, with one hand, he's going to try to grab the assault rifle and just tear it from your hands. So roll a go toe-to-toe against him. I'm going to use... Daddy's fighter mm-hmm. and streetwise again. I mean, is that fair? Sure. And plus. Plus one for your assault rifle? Yeah. Sure. So I'm at minus 
See, how does that work when there's... So there's two takes after three. It's still three. Okay. So I'm just equal. So okay, whatever so I roll is my roll. Okay. Did you get all of that? Yeah. It's really hard for me to talk because my pop filter's jacked up. Yeah. Seven. Okay. So you... So... You choose one of those, and I would assume you would want to keep the assault rifle. I'm sorry. Which one are we talking about Go toe-to-toe. To go toe-to-toe? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm countering their best attempt. Yeah, okay. So he, he tries to grab it, and you just flip it and keep his his hand I'm I'm going to flip it in such a way that, like, I guess maybe, like, I have it, like, under my arm at this point, like, and a pretty solid grip on it. Why is no okay. one shooting the gun at the <laughs> opponent? Because he's too close to me to be able to shoot it at him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who wants to go now? I was just going to help heal you unless you had another plan. I was planning on um, doing a change the game to see if I can. I'd assume they wouldn't take the, our phones away, would they? Or I guess I guess I'll say my phone is in. Like a secret pocket or something on my back pocket. I can't find it. Sure. I'll say yeah. since you're superstitious, you would it would make sense for you to have that. Not superstitious. Uh, yeah. Little stitious. Paranoid stitious. Stitch- suspicious. Thank you. Suspicious <laughs> is what I was looking for. Yeah. So, because I want to do a change the game to kill the lights. Ooh, with your phone? Like yeah. Like into the electrical system. Okay. Go ahead and roll change the game. Yeah. So, I'll do heightened processing speed. Um... Code breaker. Let's do all the new toys. Since that would be something new that I would be doing or creating. Um, no, all the new toys, but yes to the other ones. Because okay. all the new toys is like you're in a laboratory making something. Gotcha. So, like, if you made a device to shut off things, I'd let you roll that to make it. Okay. But anyways, go ahead. It didn't work. Seven. <laughs> well, so you succeed, but something happens. Uh, so you, you create that, but it doesn't turn them all the way off. It just, like, they're flickering now. Okay. Uh, so it's just flicking on and off randomly, and you can't really control it. But okay, that works. You're it still, the- I guess, incapacitates them in some way. Yeah, it'll, you can use it to your advantage. Okay. Okay. Uh, who's next? Uh, I'll go. Okay, so during this, Faye r- runs off the catwalk to the edge. Um so that the plants just come underneath the door, the ones that she's getting, instead of, like, going all the way to her. Um, so she gets a couple different leaves and, like, some aloe vera ones that come through and other ones that numb. Who knows what those are called? Um, the Vicodin plants. Sure. Um, <laughs> and goes up to Ren and, like, concocts uh, paste, basically, that she puts over the wounds to get them to stop bleeding. Um, and to take some of the pain out. Okay. Roll a change of game. Um, mind control to get them um, at home in nature because she knows what to mix. Oh, I'm going to do plants at the ready, too, since they were already at the building. Yeah, that's fine. Praise. Um, 14. Yeah, okay. You get a plus two. Or you get two juice for that change of game, so you should go ahead and choose two things. Okay. Well, I guess since you're trying to heal him, you can give yourself, or you can remove two tears from your status. Okay. Well, okay. So go ahead and remove one, 
and then make a note that like in a couple of days you'll remove the other one because it's a three tier yeah so it would at the end of your healing process it'll be down to a one but right now step it down to a two and that represents kind of the painkillers kind of numbing it off then you'll need to sleep and rest for a few days to get to to take away that tick two mark and get down to a one okay so even while that's happening i i know this is like future but when it comes to the like photo montage uh-huh. can i still do a photo montage of like to heal that last one well not even to heal that last one but do do something else because it's healing because oh, yeah. of her stuff okay. yeah sure um Ta-da. yeah who else all right oh sorry so, I'm still sitting on the floor this whole time. <laughs> no, you're up. I, I assume that whenever you headbutted him and grabbed his gun and went up, and, like, you kind of stood up with his gun. Mm. Okay. Um, he's still, like, directly in front of me. Yeah. I'm picturing this like a game of ninja. <laughs> like, we keep swatting yeah. at each other and... Um. So I'm trying to think of where I want to hit him next. Uh, I jump back. Uh huh. Um, I'm gonna jump back and then like shoot at his leg. Okay. You should shoot him. You should shoot him in the kneecap so he can't walk. Oh. Well, I mean, that's what I mean by, like, shooting him. Oh, the leg. sure. So go ahead and roll a hit with all you've got. Tess is like, I feel bad for the so, bad guy. Daddy's fighter. Okay. Can I use the rusted, trusted Colt Cobra, even though this isn't that gun? No. Like, it's a gun, no. so I know how to work guns? No. No? Okay. No. 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 But I get the plus one for yep. my assault rifle. Assault rifle. So that's two. So it's still minus one. Can I say I have three? Injured three. Yeah. But that and how many attacks are you adding? Shooting gun. No, you just minus one. Okay, that's what I just said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Seven. Okay. You you hit him, uh, so he'll take one damage, but you also get to choose one of those underneath uh, hit with all you've got. So what do you want to take? I'm going to do the you got him good, and so, like, I... Step it up by one. Yeah. It's my turn? Yeah. Have I established myself as a non-gun user yet? I don't think I've used a gun this no, game. you haven't used a gun yet. Okay. Who is Who uses guns in our party? Carrie? Me. Ren uses his passive. Do you use gun. a pacifist gun or yes. is it a gun gun? <laughs> I'm just gonna say now that is it a gun gun? Ren is not a pacifist. He just <laughs> <laughs> at least he finally admits it. Okay, you should have to crack one of your things. But I'm. It doesn't <laughs> say anywhere that I'm a pacifist. I feel like that was. I feel like I this totally is a agree with what me. Tessa said. That someone put it on put on Twitter and yeah, all the people who tweet stuff about us yeah, on the uh, the interwebs on the interwebs. <laughs> You're the software engineer. No, just being an up and coming software engineer. 
I would say it would go under hacktivist mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, because mm-hmm. he's not he's not a killer. He's just an activist. All right. So I think. Yeah, yeah, keep going. I think I'll be Batman esque and just try to use fists and well, weapons, but not of. I, I don't need. I don't have a use for guns. Okay. So what do you do with the gun? So I'm going to release the magazine, clear the chamber, and throw the magazine over. Like over the rail, mm-hmm. then throw the gun over the rail. I guess I could have just thrown the gun over the rail, but I'm just gonna do it that way anyway. Throw okay. them both over the rail, then uh, make two like gauntlets, make two gauntlets, and just start going to town, just ground okay. and pound, boom, boom, boom. Hit with all you've got. Gauntlets yes. are. Are what? what? What are they? Oh. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, like, going to, like, correct, like, you're not using gauntlets properly. Actually, gauntlets <laughs> no. are meant for, yeah. they were made in 1422 <laughs> to the effect of protection from violent cows. Um, <laughs> no, gauntlets are, like, metal gloves. Like, have you ever seen a suit of armor? Got it. Yes, yes, yes. And so, so they would make, like, I'm thinking of spike gauntlets, which sounds, I guess, much less humane than probably a bullet to the head. But I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna beat this guy. I'm just gonna all beat right. him up. Hit with all you've got. Psh, 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 psh. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Uh, and so I guess I traded the plus one of a gun for the plus one of superior position. Still. So we're gonna use ectoplasm constructs. We're gonna use skull crusher. We're gonna use quick hands. Okay. Mm, nine. Okay. Go ahead and choose one. You're already inflicting one status on him. Give, hit him with that plus one. Bah, bah. Punch him twice in the face, and his eyes roll back in his head, and he just starts uh, laying unconscious on the ground. Dusts hands off. All right, who else? Oh, wait. Um, the two guards on the other side of the pipes like run over after Rin and see like all this fighting taking place, and they're going to shoot at both of you, that being... Faye and Rin. Go ahead and roll a uh, face of danger. Um, I have flexible tension, so I'm going to see them coming. Okay. And kind of like duck. Twelve. Nice. Yeah, so you totally duck down out of the way. Uh, the one shooting at you, his shots just ding off the pipe. Uh, some steam starts going <laughs> filling the room or whatever. Not filling the room, just going into the air. Okay. Uh, Rin, what about you? Does the shot affect me ducking into cover? Nah. And so I say that because the lights are flickering, I'm going to use the biorhythmic scanner in my glasses to, like, see where they are. Okay. And so I'll duck behind some pipes. And so I'll use those and then the heightened processing speed to look for places to hide, I guess. Okay. Eleven. Okay, yeah, you too. You duck behind the... The same pipes that Tessa's ducking behind, or sorry, that Faye is ducking behind, and the shots just ricochet off of the pipes and do not hit you. Um, Woo! Who's next? Do we get to go, or do we? Is that our turn? I guess, Esther, have you acted? Acted? I shot at him. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. In the kneecap. Yeah. Um, okay, whoever wants to go. This is a really difficult game when I don't have a weapon. 
yeah. my I, life. I just threw it over the rail. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't It was like, we don't need this. <laughs> well, I don't know if we're killing people. Well, I don't know if we're killing people, people and I don't want to just be. Mm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I feel like my character would want to just beat <laughs> people up. I think it's crazy because we haven't talked yet in this scene. Yeah. So. It's like a Guillermo del Toro film. (laughs) (laughs) I've yelled a couple times. I don't know that it makes sense at this point, but I feel like I want to say something like, what are we trying to accomplish right now? (laughs) That's such an Esther thing to say. Like, (laughs) what's our plan? (laughs) Like, Not now. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So So, you shout it out. So what are we trying to do? Survive. <laughs> hey, can you keep it down? I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> we don't have time for your plans right now. Okay, well, we don't have to have a plan, but what the heck is going on? I see that you have a gun. Why don't you do something with it? I just shot him in the, the kneecap. <laughs> Shoot the guys that are shooting at me and Faye. <laughs> the building is covered in plants. No one can get in there. As he says that, I turn my gun and I aim at one of the guys that shot at them and okay. try to shoot him. Go ahead. I got a 12, which is actually an 11. Nice. Yeah, so uh, you whip around, and you just let out the spray bullets, and it catches both of these guys, and they both, like, tumble down the stairs back to the other side of the pipes. Well done, Esta. Well done. So what are we doing? Why are we yelling? Everybody stand still. So as you're all yelling, Richard is still conscious, and he's going to... He takes his knife, and he stabs you in the thigh. Oh. Could he stop stabbing me? <laughs> oh That's what I'm going to I'm going to lean down. And be, Could you stop stabbing me? And I'm going to like, I'm just going to like rip his hand out and just like rip shove his him hand off. out. Well, no, but I mean like, rip, so his hand is still on the knife and I'm like ripping the knife out of my thigh and like, just okay. like shoving him off. Why don't You're you roll a face the danger you first? You're supposed to make sure that everything stays in place so that the paramedics can then help you with that. Well, can I like react? Before it happens? That is a power you have. Okay, so I'm going to add that to this roll? Yeah. Okay, sorry. (laughs) I got excited. Okay. (laughs) So what else am I adding to this? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. What else are you adding? (laughs) React before it happens. Yes. Streetwise, daddy's Uh fighter. Okay. So that's three. So I'm even. So I don't have to subtract anything now. Six. Okay, so you take two more uh, in your spectrum. Dang it! What are you at now? Four plus. Yeah. Okay, so you're at four how many ticks? One. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, Esther's looking really rough. Like, he he stabs her in her leg, and she actually screams out in pain and falls to the ground, uh, and blood is starting to pool around her and drip through the grating of the catwalk. Uh, She's not looking good. But she's still okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just she's a flesh wound. <laughs> Just a flesh wound. Okay, so Faye, like, freaks. Don't you touch my friend. I can't do that in a British accent. <laughs> Don't touch <laughs> me. <laughs> so Faye sends vines, of course, um, straight to the guy to, like, tangle him up, finally. Um... I guess she'll get to Esther later. She can't do it all. Um, She sends the vines through Esther, further (laughs) injuring her. Oh, my gosh. No. I was thinking, like, oh, they'll wrap around him, and then they'll wrap around Esther's leg to stop the bleeding. 
but that is too much. But Esther's gut is also bleeding, That's and true. so is her arm. Esther's gut is just hanging out. Her one gut. Her one gut. I really like that our explosion of sound whenever we were all talking and screaming and fighting was happening. That yeah, was, that was great. I thought that was really cool. It was really cool. I feel really like cool. we've been so quiet this we whole have. time. I, I, was, I was also thinking about not having to use my Australian accent at all because we weren't talking like in-game. I've said a couple yeah. of little snide things. But. Um, mind control and tangling vines. Okay. Plants at the ready. Your, your normal repartee. Um... No, hang on. Math is hard. 14. Yeah, so you wrap him up good, uh, bind him tight. He's already really injured, so I'm just going to say that that does it, and he's wrapped up tight. Cool. After you wrap up uh, Richard, Mr. Eward, like, runs back into view, and he's like, what is going up? And he sees all of you kind of standing there. Some of you worse for wear, but his goon's kind of taken out, and he, he takes a step back. There's this clap of sound and this bright rush of light uh, and this huge circle of light appears behind Mr. Eward uh, you, it's blinding and you have to cover your eyes uh, but you kind of you look through the slits of your fingers and you see two figures appear out of this light and step out behind Mr. Eward um, this portal kind of disappears and there are these two figures standing there one is dressed in robes and has kind of a red hood thrown over his head. He has a vicious-looking kabuki or oni mask. And then the one next to him is in paramilitary gear with a bastard sword across his back, gun strapped to his thighs, and a wolf mask on his face. Uh, And Mr. Eward looks back at them, and he turns back to you with a malicious smile, and he says, You guys are so boned end of episode i'm terrified thanks for listening to this week's episode of missed conceptions we will be back with our next episode on september 4th if you have facebook or twitter please consider adding us you can get up-to-date information about the show or just chat with the cast and i we don't have any soundcloud shout outs or itunes shout outs for this week but if you would like either one of those Please subscribe to us on SoundCloud or rate us and review us on iTunes. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak. If you would like to pre-order their game, you can go to sonofoak.com and do that. And let me tell you, I got an update from Kickstarter from Amit about the art and when the book is going to be released, which is by the end of this year. And let me tell you, it looks awesome. If you are at all interested in this game, or if you just like noir, or if you like beautiful art, well-laid-out RPG books, then I highly suggest you pre-order this rulebook so that you can get it when it comes out at the end of the year. The music you heard at the beginning of this episode, and we'll hear here in a little bit, was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. And that is all for this week's episode of Misconceptions. Thanks for listening. I hope you join us next time, and remember, keep it nerdy, y'all.